really do. You're a 21 year old punk fucking kid. This grandpa's given you everything all your fucking life. You've never had a car payment, a house payment. Everything you live in was given to you by grandpa. You fucking don't know what it's like to work for a fucking living like I do. To bust my fucking ass and do what I do. And you know what, Sean? You fucked me, and that's the way you got it. But you know what? Your grandpa's money will run out someday, and you'll have to feast for yourself. Get a fucking jog, you piece of shit. Welcome to Behind the Smoke Barbecue War Stories podcast. My name is Sean Walcha from Cali Comfort Barbecue, and I'm here with my co-host, Derek Marceau from Valley Farm Market. Welcome, guys. How are we doing tonight, Derek? Everything's going great. Doing Beautiful good. San Diego. Weather's great. Although it fucking rained. I know. Last night, I was driving home from L.A. Heavy rain. No, literally. Heavy, driving home. Heavy today? San Diego rain. Last night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Driving, <laughs> driving home, it was 1130. Just getting into Carlsbad. I mean, heavy rain. I heavy mean, rain. At least a half inch. At least a half inch. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling Holy, you. Holy, did you pull over? <laughs> people, people did you pull about, over on the side of the road? We're about 40 miles an hour. It's really <laughs> exciting. Um, no, and then I woke up this morning. I live out in the sticks in uh, Hamul. So, woke up, went outside, and it was raining out there, too. Oh, but, uh, yeah, but we're very excited for our guest tonight, um, Andy Harris from the Grand Old Barbecue and Asado. Um, very excited to see you in here tonight and so thankful that you could uh, make it out, man. Thanks. Uh, I'm just thankful for you guys to have me here. Thank you very much. This is awesome. Oh, so Andy and I, we met at your shop. I believe it was Eating and Drinking San Diego. Uh, Edwin, he put on a kick-ass event where he invited some uh, pit masters from around San Diego to come out to your shop. Uh, how did that go for you? That was, that was a fun time. Just to get to meet everybody and people now that I still talk to and people like you. And, you know, it's just like we're a small enough community that we can all be buddies. It's not we all kind of have our own markets. And I think that's cool that we all have our own markets. We all be buddies. and Well, especially in San Diego, there's like... Yeah. Eight of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that do, I, uh, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say eight. Yeah, that do have to do some barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say eight. Yeah. You know, and just like and it's just a, it's a small group of people, and it's just like we can all be buddies. It's, just, it's, it's awesome. So Well, so part of the reason that we decided, uh, Derek and I decided to do this podcast was to share cool voicemails like the one that you heard. Uh, that was pretty from cool. My, from my <laughs> former business partner. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's, uh, you, you know. You say you were 21 in that? Did he say something about being he said 20? I, he said 20 I was 21. Fuck, he said I was 21, kid. but uh, I think I was more like 24 or something like that. Right. Um, he wasn't too good with numbers, which is well, why, 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 things didn't work, <laughs> why things didn't work out so well. What business was that? Uh, that was actually the restaurant. Oh, that, that was, was the restaurant. Yeah, that was, that was before, the, uh, before, before Cali. Corey, uh, my best friend and I, before we took over. Yeah, that was uh, before was, Cali. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So before Cali... Um, but, you know, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, uh, we deal with a lot of shit that people don't know, um, you know, kind of what we the sexy Instagram photo at the end of the slow smoke. You know, when you get those amazing pictures that we see on Andy's uh, grand old Instagram page, some beautiful ones. I mean, those those photos are fucking incredible. And I mean, you know, by the likes that you get and the Facebook, you know, engagement that you get that sexy food sells. Yeah. Um, it's the only advertising I do is just push those Facebook pictures through. And I mean, I do other things too, but yeah. Where do you think you're getting most of your customers from? Word of mouth? Yeah, I would have to think it's word of mouth. I mean, but I do, I do marketing in my own sense. I'm not necessarily spending money, but you know, I have, I mean, not like, I think like one thing about Sean, like I've, I, he knows who his clientele is and he knows how to market to them I've, I've watched him do this right you know what i'm saying and i kind i have i kind of know who my market is too and i think i i to be honest with you i think like i, I you got to know your market and i think sean does and i think i do and i do market to my clientele it's a little different clientele than sean and uh well tell us a little bit about north park why do you, why you pick you know to open up your shop there and a little I just, bit of the history of you know how that location came. I grew be. up in the city, and uh, I lived. I grew up there. I lived there until I was sixteen. When I was sixteen, I moved out here by Valley Farms and went to Grossmont. But I grew up in the city. I grew up right by North Park, and just kind of always liked it. And then I, just to kind of how the the growing scene there, I just thought that you know there's a lot of stuff, a lot of bars opening up, a lot of restaurants, but there's really not. If you really think about it, there's really not that much good food there. No, there's yeah. not a lot of good eats. I, I yeah. was actually saying that a few years ago. Yeah. 
We're just like, man, we can go get drunk, but yeah, so mm-hmm. you can, what are we yeah, eat? You, what the fuck you can drink we? craft beer until it comes out your ears, but <laughs> it's just, but you're not gonna, right? And boy, you know? did we, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, and that's why I thought. And then I actually went to a wake on that property. It was a friend of mine's uncle who owned the grocery store. It was a produce market, ripe. And he owned it, and I went to a wake there, and uh, he said, do you want to try doing your... Because uh, I had been doing the catering as a side job to my other real job for about four years, and it was doing pretty well. And he's all, why don't you try to do a little little outdoor barbecue thing here on the side? And I'm like, you know what? I think I'll try it. And that's What were you doing before you started doing barbecue? Me and my wife have been in the music business our whole life, so it's the only job me and my wife have ever had. Wow. And my wife, we're both 45, and she's she's only done that. I've done maybe a couple other odd jobs, but she's only done that. And uh, ultimately, getting older, not really caring as much, and music scene just completely, music as a business is really is getting hard to make money and just dying. Right. Sounds, and, sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, it's kind of like barbecue yeah. business. Yeah, he can, he well, can think what an idiot I am. YouTube, too, yeah. I mean, people always talk about what an idiot Oh, so you went from the music business to the food business? Oh, you're, you're a smart tra- guy. Tra- <laughs> the, the lowest profit margin possible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah with the lowest, exactly. My particular brand of food. So tell us uh, a little bit about, you know, the how you and your wife met. Was that on the music scene? or? Yeah, I used to be in bands, and uh, I, I don't consider myself a musician. I just kind of faked my way through it and uh she worked for a pretty big management company up in los angeles and for some reason the guys i play with in my band here like they were good players and we got a record deal and and then her boss and her kind of found our band if it got a record and kind of whatever did you guys like tour did you guys go around and oh did tour we did lollapalooza fuck yeah we did no lollapalooza way. we did a lot of tours and really yeah what kind of music it was that just that early '90s indie rock type stuff. Okay, you know, just yeah. Tell now, us, tell us you, about Lollapalooza. How the, we, how the we, fuck did the, did we did that. We did the we did the Metallica year. So, really? Oh, so man. really, which was cool as a fan of Metallica to watch them every day. However, our music was so not that genre. Which Lollapalooza prior to that year was really kind of an alternative rock festival. And then all of a sudden, we're going Metallica. And so it's like, so the crowds there weren't really eating our style of music up. Sure. And kind of like, yeah, it was fun. A little lackluster. It was, it's, it was summer camp. You know, it's like going to summer camp, so it was fun. But and getting to watch Metallica and a lot of cool bands. But, you know, it wasn't like mind-blowing for my career or anything like that. As you can see, I'm talking about barbecue right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think uh, I think all of us can attest that the l- life's took a little bit different turn than we thought. Right. I was in real estate before I ever thought I'd get back into the restaurant business. And when I was in the restaurant business, the last thing I thought would, would be a you know, a kid from San Diego cooking, slow cooking barbecue. I mean, that, that um, was... I'm with you. I, there's no, no chance I was ever going to own a grocery store. I mean, my family did it forever, and I was like completely against it. Football was my life, and I was going to play football till couldn't play anymore than I was going to be an entrepreneur and figure something else out. And then I got to life insurance and figured out that shit's not for me. And, uh, you know, slowly worked my way back in here and talked to my dad about redoing this place. And, um, yeah, here we are. It's, You've that's... redone it fine, man. Well, I appreciate it. Love Thank the, you. I love this store. I so appreciate you it. used to come to this store, right? When you were in East County? I just, I, like I said, I just the last, probably the last charger game, I came here and loaded up on Pollo Sada and Pokey. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that was something you used to do with what, Two of the fans a couple favorites. of your best friends? or Yeah. my All my, all my friends live on the Mount Helix Basin area, like all of them. All my real friends are all from my high school years, and we still hang out. We watch every Charger game, a lot of Padre games, and I would say 98% of the meat that we grill up on the outdoor grill is from this place. Nice. Nice. When did you find your love for barbecue? I mean, that seems kind of uh, a little different than the band scene, or you guys just out there playing and you would barbecue every once in a while and figure out I'm pretty good at this or well my dad's from from the austin area okay and so i'd go out there in the summer and eat good barbecue at the old places and come out here i do like like i always liked wrangler in the barbecue pit uh-huh. like but that's something i think that because i grew up eating and i liked it and stuff like that so i grew up eating that barbecue but then i'd go to texas and eat that really good stuff and then I got in the music business, and and between not after I was in bands, I was working for bands. I became a tour manager. Okay. And so then I became a manager. So I was constantly touring through the South, 
constantly going back and forth. So I ate my way through really around the world, just kind of eating my way. And barbecue just became kind of where I put my focuses on. And uh, I moved to Los Angeles when I was 27 and bought a smoker. 20, no, I was 26. 26, I bought a smoker. Stick burner? Uh, little, you know, uh, Home Depot stick burner, though. But right. Uh, offset, you know. Right. And so I was, you know, 26, 27. And I was, when I wasn't on the road, I'd be home for a month at a time, two months at a time. And so literally I would do it every day. Ruining that, food? Just ru- making the worst. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> making su- I remember eating just, food that was so smoky you couldn't eat it. I mean, bitter. just like just super bitter, like using mesquite, like super hard, like just you couldn't even. And is, is your wife the type of person that will just tell you straight up? what it is like straight honesty or is she going to tell you like, Oh, you did a good job, Andy, you know, like keep, keep going. She definitely wasn't always honest. (laughs) And, and and then my buddies, I I always, I think my buddies like I'm all like, you don't re I don't, do you guys realize how much bad barbecue you guys ate? (laughs) And they, they still like, don't they still go? No, it was, I'm like, dude, I mean, you guys were stoned or something, (laughs) but I mean, it's just like, which was, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Just keep cooking. Derek. Andy, keep, keep going. Keep man. I guess in that case, cause I've never, I've always been the cook in the situation. So it's just like, so I don't, I've never had anybody. None of my friends can cook better than me. It's just the way it's been. So I don't, I guess that would be nice just to sit back and let someone cook for me. I probably would have enjoyed it too, right. even though I didn't think it was good. Yeah, but you it's kind of in your blood, though, right? Our personalities I mean, you, usually you don't just, let us do you that. Can't, yeah, you, you can't help yourself from yeah. getting getting behind the pit. I I even when even now, like I try to relax when someone else is cooking me dinner, <laughs> and I a restaurant I'm fine, but like if it's in a house setting, I I twitch and kind of look and see what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I can't. I have a hard time, yeah. and then I'll look and like, Ooh, watch your finger. <laughs> Yeah, you're really gonna cut it like that. Here, yeah. let me help you real quick. Yeah, you gotta get in there, and it's just it's I hard. take over. It's, hard. it's but sometimes I just I like I always wish my friends were a little bit more food orientated. Like just, but they're just not. So I do all the cooking. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you think is going to happen now. I mean, you you guys, I mean Derek and I, we talk about it all the time. You know how sports, entertainment, how cooking, tailgating, how all those things they all kind of bring. They bring family together. They bring friends tr- together. And that's you, what barbecue is. That's what barbecue is. And, you know, you had a tradition with, you know, your friends where you would, you know, come pick up meats and, and grill in the backyard. And that was something, you know, that you got to enjoy. And now uh, now we're, we're we're moving on from the San Diego Chargers to the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, how, how does that affect you? Well, first of all, I'll say we have the Padres. They suck. But I do think they have a decent plan in place. What do they have, a 10-year plan? Is it, is <laughs> it a 20-year 20 20. plan? Uh, and to be honest, I was – I'm the most – critical person of my teams like i people say you're a you're you're bandwagon and i'm like i'm not bandwagon there's only t- i have a padre tattoo right. it's just like i'm not bandwagon i just like kind of more east coast style of fandom where yeah you Phil, suck, Phil, I'm, philly fan yeah I'm, I'm, <laughs> you guys fucking suck yeah you know? it's just like and but the padres right now i do think have a little bit of a decent plan i, I as far as i can tell that i think maybe in a, two years are gonna it's a low and slow plan low, but they put a lot of money into those uh like the young players in no into like uh like the Caribbean players, like mm-hmm. they right. put a lot of money into there, Mike, more than any other team in baseball. So we got the Padres. We'll, we'll, we'll trade them soon enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. No. Yeah. Right, right when they're coming up. <laughs> right when they're coming up. <laughs> no, it's, it's time. There's our plan. So then, th- as far as the Chargers are concerned, yes. Just I had a discussion with my best friend Lonnie, who lives right up the road from here. That's where we do most of the games at. He's really he had the entertainer's backyard with the grills and the TVs, and so almost all the f- football parties are there, and the meat spot here. It's like, and he just the other day, he is he went with me to Austin, and he. Uh, oh, he's that good of a friend. Yeah, he's that good. He's, my, so he's, he's one of the friends that it's like you know you have your friends and then you have your friends no, like hey I, you want to come help me run a barbecue championship or exactly, come pick up a pit exactly and this is the guy that'll actually be there to. And to in the depths of the drive, you. he told me, I just have too much invested, Andy. I, I can't not root for the Chargers. And yeah. I just looked at him in silence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and <laughs> you told him to get the fuck out of the car. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, it's like yeah. a lot. You're either one way or the other. And I'm, I guess I'm that oddball that I just don't care. Um, but you you just find all these people that are so vested, and they just want to continue. They they need that. When Philip Rivers that. and Gates are gone, what tie do you have left? Right. You know, it says Los Angeles on that jersey. You know, I agree with you. Like, you, you, like you know? we were talking before the podcast. You know, we were damn near 
raised to hate LA. You know, oh, yeah. that's, I, I was taught hate. And and literally, yeah, that's true. The more, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The more I grow up there, the more hate, I hate it's, it. It's going to be know, in sports uh, sense, right? Like yeah. I don't even like the like where a lot of my friends are Lakers fans. I don't even like the Lakers. Right. Yeah, it's like nope. After Lakers, yeah, right. yeah, I'm a Spurs fan. Yep. So it's just like it's just like I just I, nothing Los Angeles. But like I said, I might have to watch a Rams game now and then give them a little bit of my rooting boost. Just, yeah. just because yeah. if the better they do, the more in the shitter the Chargers will go. That's true. And I just I I just I want Spanos to die in his sleep. Well, I mean, no, that's one, too good for him. Excuse me. It's yeah. it's, <laughs> it's one of those things. You I mean like it sucks because it's a void, you know, oh, and it's a void that puts friendships. People that I mean, there's people that I know. My wife knows. I mean, my wife and I since I mean, so our much. second date, we went we went to a Charger game. I took her to a tailgate because she needed to know what she was getting involved with. I right. thought about I mean, you. you know, that was a good twelve hour twelve hours in the parking lot. You know, four hours before the game, plus prepping before we get there, plus staying afterwards. And it's like you know, like our life. We we've watched kids grow up in the parking lot. I thought about you when it all went down. It's just like it's like someone like you have just invested more than just heart. You know, it's just like, and I, I felt, I remember feeling for you a little bit. Yeah. It's like, you put more than heart into this. Well, I mean, for like, you know? I mean, like I've said before, it's like for us, because we put ourselves out there, it opened up so many doors that would have never been I opened see. up before. And like, that's not just from a business, but from a personal standpoint, right. I mean, we have, you know, friendships and things. I mean, just this summer, I'm going to be going to pro football ultimate fan association, you know, as a charger fan. Right. Um, you know, I'm going in as a potential nominee to awesome. get elected, you know, the same time that LT is going in. Right. So for us, you know, I have a different perspective and, you know, we, we respect every fan because, you know, I have friends just like you that are like, fuck the chargers. Right. You know, I'm not going to fucking cheer for the chargers, but then, you know, then that time that I spent with them, you know, I still want to kick it. You know, it's like it gives you that one that excuse like, hey, it's one once a week. Like, you know, I'm going to go and see my friend, you know, and people that, that I hang out with and we're going to watch the game and <laughs> probably they're going to lose. But right. <laughs> we'll deal with it in our own way. Yeah. But, now we do. You know, that now how do, you, how do you re- how do you replace that? Yeah, the Padres. Uh, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. We try with the Padres. Maybe try. With I mean, the when was the last time you, you invited a buddy over to watch a Padres game? Um. Well, if they're good, if they're good, if they're good. Yeah, if they're, if they're competing, it can get fun. Well, right. I, it can really can. My get best fun. friend played ball and you know played in the Blue Jays organizations. Yeah, for five years and um, yeah. So you know he still likes to watch. And he loves to watch any game. He, yeah, he, yeah, he does. He, he, <laughs> he'll he'll, he'll he come into Cali and he'll be like, "Can you turn every TV on a different <laughs> baseball game?" Yeah, so he we, played uh, and he can watch like that. Yeah, It'd be like me watching like. Barbecue yeah, shows. I know. Like I don't watch <laughs> any barbecue shows. I was actually I, I watched like serial killers. Yeah, my yeah, wife yeah. and I are like I was in anything LA. but restaurants. I was in LA yesterday and uh, my tattoo artist was talking to me and he's like, So do you watch any football games? And I'm like, never. Like yeah. you won't see me sit down and, and watch a football no. game. It's it's the just only, not not exciting. The only me. time was when I took Derek to a game, I think. The whole yeah. time I've known him. Yeah, when I got done playing, um Brianna Clary, Jeremy Clary's wife, called right. me up. She was nine months pregnant and she's a friend of mine from college and she's like hey will you come to the game with me and i'm like how do you i can't say no to her you know so i, I went that time and i went one time with you and that was yeah one of the only two times or some good vip treatment though oh yeah 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 for sure well you sponsored the chargers team the softball team who'd you have yeah. rivers weddle who's on that squad oh i remember that we yeah. had we had the yeah. valley right yeah. down right yeah. down downstairs yeah we had this yeah, awesome was, photo was, yeah, yeah it was valley farm yeah, yeah. yeah. got that espn coverage yeah. yeah yeah they were all wearing rivers weddle stucky hardwick clary um clemens there were so many guys on the team uh, who, who, Woodhead. who are the studs i'll tell you <laughs> the, the best um Weddle's a beast really I mean, yeah he's just he's just athlete. one of those athletic just, guys yeah he just after uh, it. right it's funny when you're watching the outfit you're like "Ooh, that's a gapper and then you're like nope he just nope, got that got it yeah like easily you know and there's one time i know hardwick was like i'm just gonna bang i'm gonna smash this ball over the left field fence you know and he gets up and he just grabs a bat and swings as hard as he can and the ball goes to right field but still a home run Oh you know, yeah, just like, but exactly. he's trying to pull it, but it mm-hmm. went, went to the right, and yeah, it's it's just, his yeah. mistakes are home runs, right? Exactly. Yeah. It was uh, it was fun to play with the guys and get back out there in the competitive spirit, and um, it was cool. It was good times. So, getting back to uh, catering, how how do you go from catering to opening up a barbecue restaurant? Because we we talk about having the barbecue bug. I mean, kind of everything I've done, I'm done just on a super slow pace. You know, low it's and like slow, slow and slow. Yeah, the cooking, but this like like I said, the business, like. 
I had like I spent when I opened it. I think I spent like fifteen grand over. Mm-hmm. So I had you know technically a little place like a sub barbecue. I spent fifteen thousand bucks, and I just kept putting money into it, putting money back into it. And now I'm about so yeah, just it's, I've done it slow. I've never taken a loan. Uh, I'm about to. I'm about to take my first loan to kind of fix up the North Park location and build so a, build you, a, I'm going to build a bar in there. Like sweet. A, but just beer and wine. Beer and wine. Do you beer. have the license or you're going it's all, through that it's all, in process? It's all in the process right awesome. now. So Congratulations. Spe- That's badass. Thank you. So I'm, I'm going to be as much as, as much as it's great to have people bring in beer, it's nice to sell the beer yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't mind seeing those like kind of real margins. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the only reason that I even opened up the restaurant was because of the Type 47 license. I mean, had, that full right. liquor license, it, it doesn't didn't make sense for us. But having a sports entertainment restaurant, you know, where you right. could utilize that Type 47, you know, and then put in draft beer. I mean, that was one of the best things that we did. Are you, oh, are you guys going to be on draft? Yeah. Oh, they have. I have a direct. Jeez. I have my the wall, the back wall where the bar is going to be right behind that back wall is the walk in. Oh, really? So Sweet. Whatever they, the, the beer guys call it, direct direct pool, yeah pool. i don't know I don't, i'm not really a beer guy i don't really know all the things but yeah all the my beer friends who do come in go oh you're stoked it's like yeah. right there direct how pool. many uh taps i think i'm gonna go i think right now i'm not positive i could go more but i think i'm gonna go eight locals to texas nice so do you know the texas ones do yeah they, I'm, I'm gonna do, do i'm gonna do a shiner for sure and then i have a buddy who's trying to work on helping me get lone star but that's a hard one to get yeah Yes. Is it why? Because it's limited just, supply? Just not distributed. Or not distributed. Yeah. yeah. They, you, you'll have a hard time with that. Distribution yeah. getting out here um, because of prohibition in the three-tiered system. It's really hard. Right. If you don't have uh, distribution out here, they, they make it illegal. There is there is a, another one called Gesture King. Right. They're out of Texas. Right. Um, that we do have distribution for out here. So if you're looking for next, he, another Texas. A friend of mine... It's not just like a. Um, he has some kind of. I don't know what it is. He has some kind of inside that he says he might. He, I he like could, that. He he might be able to pull it off for me. That'd be great. It sounds, so, it sounds he, Bulgarian to me. I don't know what. Yeah, I it sounds I, Bulgarian. I, I you just, Bulgarian. You just you just get shit. it done. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Don't he, ask any he, questions. I'm not saying he's not full of shit. He could be. <laughs> so, but that's he claims he's he's work. He's gonna pull this off for me. We'll so we'll see. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's really exciting. What uh? What do you think? What do you think is the how how soon till. I'm hope I'm hoping I think right now the timeline would fall right into about July. In July? Yeah. This this July. This July. Wow, that's yeah. badass. Yeah, so. That's awesome. Yeah, I put it in a few months ago, so we'll see. That's awesome. And then in, what about your new location? New, new location is uh like I don't even want to talk about that much not because there's secrets, it's just cuz I don't know. Yeah. It's just like I don't I have I kind of had a mindset where I want to open in August and if I can't do it in August, I'm opening in April. Meaning I don't want to open this place in the middle of winter. Yeah. I just I don't want to do it, and I, I think I'm really going to market this place for weddings too, Sweet. and it's it's really because I'm going to make it pretty. So I'm right now today I spent all day out there working. It's out in Flint Springs, and I was working there, and I'm just, I'm kind of maybe thinking I might just I'm shooting for a March 31st opening now at this point. Right on. I just kind of came to that today, like right that. Re- I just looking around this. It's a big property. It's like three quarters to, of an acre. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like looking around, going, I'm not going to pull this off by August, right? You but know? it's, it's so, and if you have the other one, you're kind of remodeling and then yes. you're trying to get that beer yeah, going with the money. And, and so yeah. like, it's just like I'm just like I should just keep it slow. The people who own the property are super cool. They're giving me super low rent until I open. Awesome. So they're out of town right now. So I'm going to tell them it's going to be a little bit longer. I hope you can keep giving me that. Cheap <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll put in a good word for you. But I'm definitely uh, like I'm, I'm going to shoot for liquor. I was talking to the lawyer who's helping me with my beer and wine at the other place. I'm going to shoot for liquor. I'm going to enter the lotteries or whatever they are to get that. For, for, the I don't, new, like, for the new site. For the new site. Awesome. I'm going to try to get liquor. Because I want to do weddings. I kind of need liquor. Yeah, you need liquor for weddings. Yeah. Much so, better wedding with yeah, liquor. Yeah, much better wedding with liquor. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, for so sure. So hopefully it'll be liquor and uh, live music. And uh, I'm kind of going to – have you ever been to the Salt Lick in Austin? No, but I'm I've, I've, uh, very familiar with what they kinda do. I want to create that atmosphere. Yeah. It's That'd be cool. A, yeah, it's kind of an outdoor, just, you know, just – it's going to have an indoor dining room too, but it's going to – it's just kind of a cool, like – it's going to be the rural location, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a debt. That's destiny. really cool. Yeah, so. I went to a wedding out in um, – uh, a little bit past Alpine, my my buddy Robert got married out there, and um, it was you you he literally drove down a dirt road, and it was so <laughs> unassuming. Then all of a sudden, it just kind of opened up in this little creek area, and I actually catered it for him. But it was just beautiful because like this rustic feel that you had, and it was open, and they had a they already had the um, 
the bar there, uh, somewhere set up for them to get married on, rooms for, God, I don't know how many rooms there were, but it was, it was just cool. Yeah. I mean, something that I've never experienced. Memorable. Being where out, was this? A little bit pat. I'll, I'll get the exact location yeah, for you. Yeah. But um, it was just awesome. Like I said, you're going down a dirt road, and I'm like, I'm in my truck bouncing around, my smoker's back there. I'm like, well, I guess it's going to be a fit because yeah. you know, we're, we're all going to be dirty, you know. But right. it, was, it was actually really, really cool. Nice. So how do you uh, – you just went to go pick up some something something sexy to bring back. Yeah, I went and bought a big old huge Central Texas-style offset. You know, awesome. 1,000 gallons. As far as I know, there's only 1,000-gallon pit in California, and it's up in Napa. And so I know – I'm pretty sure I have the only one in Southern California. How big is the pit that you have? It's LB, LBJ. LBJ is a weird size because it's a, a tank from the four. It's a propane tank from the 1940s. Really? So it's an 800 gallon pit, which they don't haven't made since like the 50s. I was told. Wow. So it's an 800 gallon uh, tank, and uh, this new one's a thousand gallon tank. Which the thousand gallon tanks are the more predominant tank that they they still make. How many, what what how made many, you go with these pits? Huh? What made you go with these pits? This, what I grew up seeing. You know, it's just like I've always seen those and just. Going, being in Texas as a kid and all that stuff, and it just kind of always was what I visualized as. And so I always, offset's always what I've worked on. And uh, I do have one reverse flow, and I actually, I don't like it. Yeah. So I've tried other things, and I just, it just you, you get accustomed to something. I'm not saying anything's better than the other. It's just what I'm accustomed to. No, I'm 100% to. with yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, definitely preference. I mean, we've, we've done multiple ones. We've done even Pellet. We have the commercial Traeger, and it's just, right. just didn't. Pellets well. just don't throw the smoke on it that well. Yeah. yeah. So it was just uh, yeah. I came from the from the background of we we would always call it the dirty smoking, just a stick stick burner side, mm. same thing. And it's uh, it's dirty and it's <laughs> I mean you go home smelling like a, a big old ashtray and uh, but it's oh, the, puts my out wife, some of the best smoke. Those those catering years my wife would because we did it all out of my house too oh yeah so the house was a freaking <laughs> my backyard had rats in it just oh. because of the, the bar, i mean it was a mess i mean and my wife just like when i told her i wanted to do the 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 little restaurant the restaurant when i first started she's just like yes you, yes you, get you, out of get out of the house <laughs> get the fuck out of the house absolutely there's times where i would literally have to go and like come in the garage yeah get naked and then go up into the shower right away because oh, yeah, totally. when having the beard and like hair yes. just like just stays with you forever oh, yeah, it's just, but it's part of it yeah it's oh. part of it it's part of uh it's definitely part of it but yeah it was a mess i'd wash the dishes on you know like a they would get the bake like a banquet table the typical plastic banquet table right so i'd like just wash them on that on the grass but on the and then the food particles would go into the grass and then the rats figured that out, so they were just hanging <laughs> out in the grass, just, and just, it was just a mess. And so she's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> so. so, what advice would you have for people that are catering that they think they want to open up a restaurant? Because I mean, people, you get involved in food, you start. You know, we have I, amateur I, barbecue teams, we have professional barbecue teams. Like, I don't know, man. You know, I just, you, I got a little lucky. I kind of, I hit, I, I had a niche, and. I don't know. Do you, I, know I, do you remember when you wanted to, when you decided like, Hey, let's, let's do a fucking barbecue restaurant. Yeah. I, long before I did, I yeah. remember saying to my wife and my mother-in-law that I wanted to open a restaurant and before I did the catering. So I had never worked in a restaurant, mm -hmm. never done catering. You're it, still in music. I still in music. And I told my wife, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law that I wanted to open a barbecue restaurant. And it was the only time, no joke, my mother-in-law ever got mad and kind of yelled at me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Like, how dare you? How, how, dare, how, how dare you get rid of our family? All everything we've built. Uh, right. Damn and, you. Uh, and to her credit, and to her credit, if I would have opened up when, because my wife kind of, me and my wife kind of devised a plan where I was going to get like 100000 or something like that. I was like, we we're kind of going down that path like right. to, to do this. And she got so mad. My wife kind of got cold feet. And if I would have opened up a restaurant, I definitely would have been out of business right now and yeah. not been in barbecue. She, they, I, I, was, I was an idiot. So yeah. I told her, I'm like, well, I'm going to go start a catering company and and at least get some experience doing something. Sure. And the catering company did did well. Yeah. So and then finally, and then when I said this one, then both my wife and my mother in law said, "Do it. You proved yourself. You did. You know." That's awesome. So, so Andy, what, what's uh, what's your favorite thing to smoke? Gosh, I mean. Now it's different because I've smoked, 
you know, my I've always been a brisket guy. You know, brisket is my forte. It's always been something that I've zeroed in on. Are you guys using CAB stuff or what? What, what uh, brand? We use Myers using? Natural Brisket. Yeah, you know, we use all natural. Right now, we might be changing to Creekstone. I think. Mm-hmm. So we like to use a nice natural brisket, and sure. we use we use a Myers uh, tri tip. So it's all that. I don't. You're. Do you know Myers? Yeah, I know yeah. about them. Yeah, and I have my issues with Myers, so that's why we're starting to change. We might change. Right. So uh, when the sales guy, I kept on getting these scalped briskets, yeah. where the they were scalped like denuded. De- huh? They're called denuded. It's you know a term you may not even know. Like basically, yeah, like my, it just comes and it's just meat. There's no no back fat to it. There's nothing. Yeah, there's well, this, it'd be a big strip, like you know, like. 10 inches long by 4 inches wide, where it's oh. just right in the middle of the fat where it was just meat. And, like, the fat cap is, like, half gone, basically. Oh. And then I talked to the Myers guy. They had the Myers rep call me, and the Myers rep called me, and he was kind of cocky. Stand, like, you know, I stand by our product. I'm like, I love Myers. I think the meat's amazing. It's a good natural piece of meat. But I'm like, you guys aren't cutting it good. And he's all, well, it is in the entry-level part of the processing plant. I'm all, I'm all, why'd you just tell me that? Right. I'm all, right. like, no, I'm, like, I'm all, now, now. <laughs> oh, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm going to always give you shit. Yeah. Right. You know, now I'm just going to constantly yeah, you give you shit. Idiot. You just told me the retards are yeah. like, No, I'm, but exactly. I mean, it, it never ceases to amaze me, the supply chain. I mean, how many oh. different people have to service a restaurant and a butcher shop? I mean, our businesses. You almost you have to learn every single vendor what their job is because yeah. you don't know how it's going to affect your bottom your your product at the end. Well, you guys you guys ran into that at Cali Comfort, right, Sean? Oh, we your, ran in, your ribs. We ran in multiple times. I mean, Gene Gene and I we went through. You must change so many. Well, how long you've been doing this? We've been so the ribs especially because the the pork the pork ribs that we were getting you know we fabricate those into a St. Louis cut and then we use our um, we cut those down to make our rib tips, but. So I mean, you're doing you're oh you're doing it the real way. Oh yeah, the real way. Good for you. Oh, so yeah. you have bandsaws going uh, fabricate it. Each huh? rack. Each rack. Knife. Chime chime bone. You don't need a um band, you don't need a software. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. You just got fed up and said I'm doing it right. Doing yeah, it well we've been yeah, that's the way Gene taught us. I mean, that's the way that he's you know he's No, trust he me, I know the way up. I know. Yeah. I mean I always I mean, figure these bandsaws. Huh? No? On a chime bone there's a little cartilage uh-huh. piece that you can use a knife and go right through. That's a you squared up. Some labor. We'll show oh, you. We'll it's show a you. lot of labor. <laughs> you don't want to see our payroll. How, how many people do you have? Nine. Nine? Yeah. yeah, I wish I had nine. Yeah. We're at like, I think, 80, 88. No, I know. You told me your number two. Yeah. I'm like, holy moly. It gives me anxiety. Yeah. I have like 40. Because then you got to add, add, add a workers' comp bill to that, right. which is not nice. You have servers. We have servers, we have bartenders, yeah. we have yeah, servers and bartenders, and, we have hosts, we have and the tr- the those people are fired and quit constantly, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I saw on your Facebook post, you know, you're 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 going to Facebook and I can't get, I can't even get anybody to call me back because nobody wants to fucking wash dishes. Right? Well, everyone wants a fucking job, but no one wants to work. No, everyone right. wants to be QB one. Yeah. I want to be QB one. Oh, you want to be QB one? Guess what? You got to take the pads out. Right. You know, you got to be the fucking ball boy before you got to right. earn your stripes to actually, you know, I make tell something. people that I'm like, you're not going to be washing dishes forever. It's just like, yeah, that's why I'm looking for one. That guy kind of needs to move up. But I mean, yeah. one of one of our actual the guy that does all of our special events, Derek Walls, he he just kicked down our door. I mean, the guy runs security for Walmart, multiple stores. And he kicked down our door. He's like, I don't care where I, I don't care where you put me. I just want an opportunity. And he was washing dishes. Well, you know what you had. Wow. Within, within, God, it couldn't have been a couple months. You know, he went to prep. And then from prep, he went to, you know, the line. And then he was working, you know, side by side with Gene. And next thing you know, like, you know, he's a KCBS judge. He's yep. going to work on getting, he, becoming a master he's judge. He's a younger guy, right? Yeah, younger guy. And he, he, he's kind of in charge of your catering division, right? Uh, no, that's, that's Bill. Bill. That's yeah, Bill, okay. Bill's a rock star. Yeah, okay. Great. So, but Derek, Derek's great, too. Yeah. I mean, right. Derek, every event we've had and to help us out, he's always just been great. And well, I mean, the, you have a guy like that. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is, I mean, Chris is my man, dude. I mean, Well, Chris, yeah, you can't go out and do those offsite stuff if, you know, if you don't have somebody that you trust. No. I mean, and Chris is very, very good at listening to to what i say and then here's here's my vision and here's what we're gonna do if you want to grow with the company that's what you have to do and he's very meticulous on it we just did a big um catering for 200 people and uh it was 
turned out fantastic. Yeah, that and, Instagram and, video that you had on Valley Farm Market, that yeah. was incredible. I mean, yeah. my, my wife, of course, she's pregnant and she's, yeah. you know, looking at it at 8, 1130 at night. She's like, tell Derek, I want, I, I need those platters. I'm right. like, okay. And she's you like, got it. no, I need them now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll wake up Derek and right. <laughs> tell him to bring you some, uh, some platters. Yeah, but we did a flame and yawn. We had a cutting station there. And uh, just to be able to do it right and yeah. get it there and where everything's so medium rare and you're doing the cutting and it's not overdone. It's, and it's, I mean, you guys know, it's just, it's a fucking nightmare. And, and Who's your guy? And your, rib, your ribs are phenomenal. So that, that, that kind of, I can, I can see why it makes sense now. Like yeah. you're doing, you're, 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 you're not taking any shortcuts. No, Gene doesn't like yeah. for his conditions when we first started, like for mentorship was if you're going to do it, you're going to do it fucking right. And you're not going to cut any costs right. and it's going to be expensive, but you know, that's the way it's going to be. And you know, we've, we've embraced that. Right. Well, look out for beef prices right now. Jesus. Have you seen them lately? My prices haven't changed. They're going to change. Thank this, you. This week or next week. <laughs> yeah, thank you. If you, if, if you have room. Why don't you bring them down, Derek? No, if you, I'm, well, I'm trying to help him. If you have, if you have room in your walk-in. Actually, I knew tri-tip was going up. That's the one thing I knew was going to go up on me yeah. was tri-tip. No. And so I loaded up for like, like a couple weeks mm-hmm. worth, but that's about as good as I could do. By about 30%, things are going to go up in the next month. How my many? flat meat, uh-huh. my flat meat that we do our carne asada for, right. um, went up. Exactly 30%. What's the reasoning for this one? I always hear different reasons. So I've talked to multiple packing houses and multiple people, and they have all given me multiple answers. So no one knows. But it's, it's, uh, is it not just once a- one person does it, uh-huh. they all kind of follow suit, and yeah. it just, it's a snowball effect. And I think we started out 119, 120 walking hoof, mm-hmm. and uh, we're at 141, it's supposed to go to 170. Nice. And that's walking cattle. I mean, that's, that's really fucking expensive, and that's really scary. I mean, at least for for me, because that's where that's sixty percent of my business is in no, the no. meat department, and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's never exciting. But those are the things that now. Okay, so what do I do? We're coming into Memorial Day weekend, and I have to because my prices already started going up. Change my prices. What does a consumer think? They look at me like I'm a dick. Oh, you're hiking up your prices because Memorial Day is coming. Well, it's like, dude, I, I wish I was. I have anxiety. I don't sleep at night sometimes. Rush, anxiety. A grocery, a butcher shop or a grocery store can raise their prices slowly, not be as noticed as say as someone as me and Sean. We yeah. raise our prices; it's noticed. Well, at, to be honest, I, we've we've tried to we try to stick around. Either it's pretty much semi annually where we uh, adjust our menu, go through our product mix, and find out you know what's selling, what's not, and then have to make those tough decisions of not selling something that you know somebody loves. Loves, yeah. yeah. Right. And then you have to hear about it, and you know you feel terrible. But I haven't done that yet, but I should. You ha- I mean, you have to. And I haven't I, done like, it yet. And the problem is because there's two different numbers. There's the number that you think in your head and in your gut, like, oh, I know I sell that. And then you go and you talk to your guys and you're like, oh, we sell a lot of that. And then you look at the actual numbers that come off the POS and you're like, holy shit, we don't sell as much as, you know, they're telling me that I do. Right. They're like, oh, this lady comes yeah. in here and buys it all the time. She buys it all the time. So I bought, she's she's I, the I loudest. Four this month. She's the loudest. <laughs> right. She's, you know, yeah. We appreciate yeah. her. No, business, I have but. a meet right now. I'm thinking of my head that like some days it sells out immediately and then some days it just doesn't sell at all. I hope it's not fucking turkey. No, it's not turkey. God, that turkey it's, is it's like the lamb. It's unbelievable. The, lamb. the first one, the first one I'm thinking of is the lamb. Yeah, uh, and because we have these people that like drive from places to get yep. our lamb because there's not they, a lot of smoke lamb. And then they tell you about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the yeah. funny thing is, I, I was looking at your videos and I saw the smoke lamb, and my wife's family's coming from Bulgaria. I'm like, oh fuck, we're taking him. <laughs> we're taking him straight to get that smoke. <laughs> you better lamb. get their passport. <laughs> you better get their passport. <laughs> I better go get him on, on the plane. But my, <laughs> see, I ha- I run with the way I run my my restaurant where I do sell a lot of things. I I don't have to necessarily get rid of it yeah like the beef short rib which i do which i is just, i don't make money on it right yeah. so like i stopped i do those big beef short ribs and you know they're a pound and a half each and i'm not making really any money on them. they're so expensive so i make i'm they're racks of four you know yep. the, the plates of four yeah and so i make six of those mm-hmm. and that's it and i have on my ads or whatever i do on facebook i say i'm making it very you know if you want it you better get here yep you know, so it's like, so I don't necessarily have to get rid of an item, but I can just say I'm only going to make a really little bit if you really want to come by. So come tell by. us about the the difficulties of running a shop like yours, where it's, I mean, people don't understand once you're out, you're out. It's getting, Especially it's gotten here, a lot better. It's in gotten the way better. Yeah. In the beginning, it was pretty nuts. It's yeah. like, you know, it was just like, 
and it really wasn't. It's like I had LBJ, the, the smoker there, yep. and I had the the other smoker, which is called Peanut, which is the reverse Lang. And it's just like, and I kind of point to him and go, look, we fill those up, you know, and when we sell it, it's gone. I can't start the 15-hour process again. Yes. You know, it's like, and so once you explain to it, explain it to them, usually people grasp it and they're cool about it, you know. Right. And it's just like, but still, you just, usually older people, not always older, yep. but usually older people, but sometimes even younger people, like, you guys should cook more effing food. I'm like, <laughs> would you go to business school or something? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a great fucking idea. It's just in 101. Yeah. Trust me, when we ran out of ribs on Mother's Day at 5 o'clock and right. we had our second batch coming off it, you know, they were supposed to be off earlier, but low and slow is low and slow. So It is what it is. Yeah, yes. so, I mean, it did, they didn't come off till 6.30. It was like, you know, an hour and a half. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, and we, your we restaurant, they're not going to understand we, that. Yeah, it's it's just very, like, very difficult. They're not going to understand it at yeah. your place. Very, very difficult. Well, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. It's like, we should have a box that says, you know what you should do? Yeah. And we have people like, everyone, everyone, Derek, you know what you should do? Oh. I'm like, tell me. I told I you. I can't wait to yes. hear this. I told I you what we did on that one, that one April Fool's. No. We had a suggestion box, and we put it in a shredder so it was like we put a packaging around a shredder really it was like you know suggestion box help us improve the restaurant and then they would put it in and it just it was the best that best uh, april fool's thing we did no, but was... that, it does get hard dealing with like it's but like i said it's gotten i only get we probably get sellout gripe maybe one do you get it on yelp week. not anymore that's slowed down too that's it's good like it's it, in the beginning yeah. quite a bit Quite a bit. What and are your feelings about Yelp? I think it's powerful. Yeah. You know, I think it's horrible to give some pretty dumb people that kind of power, <laughs> you know, anonymously. Yeah. And honestly, that kind of power right now, you know, uh, yeah, sure. It has its major flaws. It's powerful. I don't, if I can make it, it's, it's kind of, I guess the way I don't want to get political, but no, it, I guess if I could make it disappear, I would, but I can't. So I got to live with it. So, yeah. I mean, when we embrace embraced it mm. once we started stopped fighting it and we made it you know part of i fought it in the beginning part of our culture because it, it's hard as fuck yes. i mean you you pour, you, uh, no you I, I have before i use it for the advertising for my catering company and it worked like a charm yeah so see i got all my business through it i, all I of it. i'm probably along the same lines as you i don't i don't do anything right now with it yeah. i just everything's very um I mean, I don't even pay the $25. And I keep now, telling him to pay the fucking $25. To all the time. What's Cut that the for? Shit. So there's $25 as a business owner. You can feature your photos. So you can feature the photos. I mean, that you have honor. fucking sexy-ass photos of your Oh, and not, so, the, the, so it won't be some weird random so, well, picture? Yeah, so it's not some asshole right. that came in and ate you know, a plate and then took for a picture bucks, of it. 25 bucks, you can pick your, what picture you, it being. You pick your featured you photos. You know, I knew that and I forgot. Yeah. And I kind of got, and that is a good it's $25. Like, oh, my God, that's, that's, that's $25 you spent. I'm going to do. I'll do it. I mean, right, right when you, you, got, you did your job. So talk to your guys at Elite and let them know you just got Oh yeah, I'll tell Brad. I'll tell Brad, yeah, we just got another 25 bucks. Right. Am I going to get commission on these $25 signups. <laughs> I used to be a Yelper like I used to like a long time ago. I found Yelp really early on and I used to like and now I I haven't wrote a review in years and I haven't wrote a bad reviews in long long time. As soon as I started catering, I think after my second catering job, I'm like I'm never writing a bad review again. Yeah. It's just right. like it's just I you don't no one knows what yeah, I reach out because, because you don't until you own the business, yeah. you don't realize like how every single word cuts to right to your heart oh. and your soul. I mean, you're like, you have no fucking idea what I've had to do. All the sleepless nights, all the money, all the, you know, dream going and pitching my wife and telling her, hey, everything's going to be okay. Like, you know, we're going to get this money and, you know, this is going to work out. It's like, you're fucking nuts. And then you get a review that's like, you know, basically telling you you don't care. It hurts. It it does. And sometimes when I've got bad reviews, I'll I'll write them Mm -hmm. and I will, um, you know, let them know, hey, I care. I'm sorry. What can I do to help? I'm not going to put this so everyone can see, but I just want to talk to you. Here's my phone number. Here's my cell phone number. Um, I'll reimburse you. I'll do this. And they either won't respond or respond just rudely. And it's like, there was nothing I was ever going to do that was going to make you happy anyways. I changed a couple one stars Mm -hmm. to five stars. So have I. Yeah. And I stopped doing that now because I had someone from Yelp explain to me that my percentages right now can handle some one star reviews. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm not going to. (laughs) i've got enough shit to do (laughs) but i did a couple people i did contact them and i because i actually was genuine about it like i'm like it was right when i opened up and we were working out kinks it's just like 
I'm just like, they didn't get a good experience. And I'm like, come back in. And so they did get, I did the whole yeah. thing. They got a free meal out of me. Yeah. And, but then this one guy, he came in. I remembered him well. He was an elite guy, you know, announced he was elite, told me he liked the meal, liked it a lot. A couple days later, I saw I put a one star review up. Yeah. After he told me he liked the meal, right? That's rough. So I, re- I responded to him and say, I'm like, I thought you liked the meal. He's like, I never said that, even though he did. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm all, why don't you come in one more try? I think, you know, I think you should try it again. And he came in, I gave him like this, really made sure he got the prime stuff. And he was, he brought a bottle of wine. He was saying how much he loved it. He's like, man, this is just amazing. And then he just left his one star up. Wow. And then I'm just like, and then I just went off on him after yeah. that. And well, like, and that's when you're talking about those guys. It's like, why do they have so much fucking power? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're giving these idiots, or sorry, but you're giving a these. One star review people, hurts. Dude, it does that's hurt. horrible. Give it me hurts. a break. Like yeah. one star, come on. Yes. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's like you didn't even fucking <laughs> What bothers me is when I get like a three star review and they're like, oh, I love this place. Amazing. This yeah. is great. <laughs> yes. Three stars. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? What just happened? I just got one of those the other day saying, oh, I love such and such so much. My favorite barbecue place in San Diego. Three stars. Way better than this place or this place. Three stars. I do embrace the Yelp. I just. I do, I do embrace it, but I think they're very powerful. So. I think it's like I said, all my catering jobs came from advertising through Yelp, and it kept me busy, all I mean, from Yelp. I mean, to be honest, like the thing that's changed so much, I mean, because we've been in business since 2008, and I mean, I've paid for every single form of advertising I think you can pay for in San Diego, and, you know, now you that's have, now I you learned, have, learned now you have <laughs> these analytics that actually show you where these people are coming from and how they're responding to your ads. And like, you know, as a Yelp business owner, you can go in and see, you know, a person from their twenties, you know, from, you know, Pacific beach, uh, clicked on directions for your business. Yeah, and you yeah. look at that. And I mean, that's, that's fucking powerful. Very powerful. You know, it is you know powerful. that they actually came out and, uh, you know, saw your business, which is, you know, what Facebook does too. And, you know, it's, it makes it very difficult as business owner to pay for something that you don't get any feedback from. Right. You know, if you pay for a radio ad or a TV ad, you or you no pay for you know something, an ad in the newspaper, you don't know unless it's a coupon, and then you're discounting, right? right. You know, um, but we do want to talk about a kick-ass thing that made me very proud when I got my San Diego Magazine hottest barbecue in the city. Now, do you, do you, now do you take note to how that is phrased? Hottest barbecue in the city. City. Yes, so, so that's, that's what I'm saying. So we're all you didn't say I was better than anybody else. But how many barbecue hey. joints are in the city? I think so, I'm the only one. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> well, that that's you. You definitely are. You're definitely one, one of one. Well, I mean, I I think probably one of the coolest things for Derek and I and you know Andy, we we talked about it a little bit, but you know, as as an industry, for us to take pride in all the other work that you're doing at your shop, what he's trying to do at his shop, um, you know, having you guys you know, offer to come out to Del Mar Barbecue State Championship on August 20th, you know, having you guys out there promoting, you know, what you do, you know, at a venue like the Thoroughbred Club, I mean, really is something cool for San Diego. No, I agree. You know, I mean, Coops, you know, having Brad come out, all, all those all those things, like, like I said, seeing this makes me proud because it makes me know that barbecue is getting noticed in this city. I, I you know, I kind of, when we did that event at my place, when you guys were all there, I kind of thought about like could San Diego kind of, you know, there's only is you know could, could we make a move in the barbecue world because it wasn't that long ago when there wasn't barbecue in this town, mm-hmm. and I mean there's still like there's some good barbecue here now. So no, there is, and I think it's it's growing. It's growing every month. You see something new or someone new or doing something, and you try different barbecues. You go to places. You're like, well, wow, that's actually a lot better than it was last year. And you start to learn and you start to do different things and. You know those people that might not have been doing competitions learn how to do competition style barbecue, and it's, it's. I think it's it's great. You can put your own flair on it for a San Diego style, and right. it's. You know, people don't always get it. For me, it was a, a thing where we. I just kind of had to adapt to the surroundings of what people liked, and it it worked out well for us, and um, just continue to do that. But what we need to do is just continue to push each other to to do better, and never never you know push people down and and. You know, we were always taught you never look down on someone unless you're helping them up. So yeah. just uh, continue to grow together. I think it's well, I mean, important. We, 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 have, we have a great example here in San Diego watching, you know, what craft beer was able to do. I mean, in a relatively short amount of time. Yes. I mean, they, they really, you know, used each other and found different ways to, you know, propel the San Diego craft beer scene to well, work. Well, like what, what you said today. earlier about Stone. It was like 
Stone is a better brewery because of Ballast Point. Absolutely. And I mean, it's And if Andy well. sells for a billion dollars, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be totally fired up for him. <laughs> right? Oh, I mean, God, that's crazy. And now I just see cut water everywhere. Right? right? And I, I, know. I, and no, I kind of trip out on that. I'm just like, if I made a billion dollars, you would never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't be making gin. I might be on my island, on my island somewhere. You you would never know about it. Right? Yeah. yeah. So um, distillery somewhere. I went to Padrigan last night, and I just couldn't believe Cutwater was everywhere. Right? It's like they're making the push, man. Yeah. But uh, so tell us where. uh, Tell us just a little bit more about where the shop's located, and um, you know how people because we have people listening from all over, and if they do make it to San Diego, we encourage them to you know come down and check us out and. I mean, you're you're a guy that's always running the pits. I mean, you're always out there. I know you've got who's your who's your main guy that runs your pits? Well, I got, I got you know I got a few. Uh, Dave Kendall is my pit master. Yeah, and he's an Army Ranger and just kind of like backbone of the company, the heart has, heart and soul. Yes, right? He's, a, he's an Army Ranger and just kind of like always liked to barbecue and stuff. But then like when I really tra- started showing him my recipes and he just you know it that he took that Army mentality to it and just uh, I couldn't believe you know how well he took to it and how amazing he did and he's never called he, he goes shows up at work every day around three thirty yeah. in the morning and he's never even called in even not, thought about calling no, in sick. it doesn't even cross it's like bill or my catering manager yeah. i mean yeah. it, they're they're wired they're wired differently right so that's my pit master and then brandon stanifer is my my manager he's been with me since day one catering like was with me on my first catering job and is now managing does manages my that's place awesome. And then I got my my boy Rich Althouse, and he's kind of like the assistant manager, and he's he'll probably end up managing the second location. I mm-hmm. think Rich will, and uh, he he managed uh, Claim Jumper at Grossmont Center for like fifteen years. Is that right. new smoker going to your location now in North Park, or is it going up to the? No, it's going to Flint Springs. Flint Springs. Yeah, it's going to Flint Springs. So, so you're going to cook off site at Flint Springs? Help. help uh, well, no, load? I'm no, I'm still cook on, in North Park, but. That's going to be uh, like right. I'm using it this weekend for the first time for a catering job. So right. So until I open, I'll be using it for catering, and and uh, yeah. So just, you're going to figure out ways to bring more meat to the shop. Maybe I don't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, yeah. We're gonna. I, I I have some other ideas. I I might uh, after we sell out, I might have like a keep the bar going with like maybe a f- very small like kind of bar menu type thing. Cool. Like you know, pulled pork nachos or something sure. like something where I can something where I can cook a bunch of pulled pork, maybe offsite, yeah. and it's not, and I can afford to maybe, if I have to toss it, it's not going to kill me like sure. brisket or right. something like that. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Get some cameras or yeah. get some. Have you done the Yeti stuff yet? I don't know. I uh, it's for oh for transport. If yeah. I got into the trans, those Yetis look a little too pricey for my blood <laughs> they are top of the line right there they There's are ridiculous no again yeah. we do them for Dude, our caterings I, and stuff and if you, I use if igloos. you need one let me know i well thank you those igloos i use the big like uh you know like tuna fishing igloos mm-hmm. you know and it's just like those things will keep a piece of meat yeah. hot for hours right? don't use a yeti it'll fuck your head up you'll be like well, why did you life. why did you even give me this yeti yeah, 90 10 of them yeah do that good they're, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, we, we did it just, for Del Mar. And it's but like, what was it doing so good? But like, like I said, like they, my igloos keep that stuff so hot. Like I, almost, I have to let it cool again almost. You know? Yeah. I mean, same it's, concept. It, it's it's not. Uh, if if you had good luck with that, I know we just we did it for. Well, I mean, I, I hunt and fish. That's that's what I what I very, do. So they're, they're, it's great for that for yeah for, for holding ice and what, when I go to Alaska and stuff like that. But for the barbecue, I mean, literally. Seven hours later, you open that it's just Yeti up, and I mean, it hits you in the face. It's just that hot. And sometimes it keeps you don't have enough time to cook everything. And it's going to keep cooking in there. Yeah. I, you know, trust me, I, yeah. Sometimes overnight, I mean, how many thousands of pounds do we have to do for that? Oh, my God. That one. And it was, I, mean, I guarantee you the Yeti is holding it for seven. Like, my, yeah, the, my eyes don't need seven hours, but the Igloo, you know, it's, uh, the yeah, the Yetis do... For that price, they better be doing something magic. Right. They better yeah. be giving like a hand job or something. Like that. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, right. I got you. So uh, where, where do people find you? Uh, on Thir- Online? Uh, I'm pretty much all Facebook. All Facebook. All Facebook. I mean, I, I have. I know I've been tweeting at you. You guys, who runs your Twitter account? It's I've nobody. To, I've been trying nobody. to get there. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. It's, it's I am the social media person. And it's just like, I just Twitter. 
I just haven't. I got to get more involved on it. I just don't have that many fans. And it's, I mean, followers. And it's because I, don't, I ignore it. So I, yeah. I need. It's all Facebook and my Facebook. But then I look at your Facebook. Like I, I've done this a couple times where I'll look at like some friends' restaurants of mine. Cause I have quite a few friends that own restaurants. So I'll look at some other barbecue joints, and I beat them. Like I'm like, whoa, I'm beating them now. I'm like, I kind of sit back. I'm like, I cannot believe. It. And then I'll look at yours and I'll go, holy shit. <laughs> I'm just like, well, I'm, I've, I've done it a couple times. I forget. I'm that asshole. I'm the asshole that yeah. would record a conversation and put it on my workout mix. I've, it's just one of those things. And the funny thing is, you're about at twenty something thousand right now, right? Yeah, we're. What are we at, Corey? What are we yeah, at? How many? 21,000, 21, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember I, 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 I'm, I think I'm about to hit nine or whatever. And I'm just like, and I was so proud when I hit eight. And I remember after looking at a few restaurants, <laughs> I clicked on yours and I spent shit. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I was like 20,000. But I mean, on the engagement that you get, because you're posting quality right. stuff that people want to see. I mean, right. the engagement's what everyone's looking for. And they're sharing, they're sharing those sexy photos. No, no, know, they're co- commenting on it. And, um, but all but, Facebook at yeah, grand old barbecue, Iasato on Facebook, you know, we're at 32nd and thorn kind of, what gave cut, you that name? Huh? Uh, I, I meant to ask what, what's, what's up with the name? What, uh, what made you think of that? With, well, grand old barbecue actually, uh, was, uh, I was trying to come up with a name for the company, which was catering. And me and my wife were driving home from Mammoth, and she had a pad of paper, and we started bouncing out names. And I remember uh, I said that, and she's like, I like that. And just we had some bad names. I remember, and I remember, and then, <laughs> what, 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 we well, give, give us a bad name. <laughs> what was the original name? I had a, what was the original name going to be? It was pretty gruesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I remember I was all about it. I'm all, it's gonna stick. And uh, <laughs> oh, the stuck pig, the stuck, stuck pig. Yeah, nice. I was gonna call it the stuck pig, and I didn't even do really that much. Pig wasn't even my forte, but I just like that name. And uh, and then finally, like people talked me out of it. They're like, this girls are not gonna stuck. Like, I remember right. my sister in law. She's like, oh, that sounds cool. What is that? I'm all like a pig that got stuck, and she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, ew. I'm like, no, I better not. But Iasato, which we didn't talk about here, is like I do Argentine barbecue on Sundays, and that's kinda, is that something you're going to do into the future at the next shop? Yeah, I plan. Yeah. I I don't. I'm, I'm always going to do Asado something. I might. I would love to maybe just have an Asado restaurant and make Grand Ole Barbecue, Grand Ole Barbecue, and then have an Asado restaurant. We'll see. Wow. Yeah. So it's like it's uh, Texas barbecue is kind of from my dad's side of the family. The Asado is kind of my mom's side of the family, even though it's a little bit more distant. But it's like it's kind of. I, I kind of homage to both my parents, kind of the, those cool. style of food. What's an Argentinian barbecue consist of? A lot of grilling. You know, we don't use we use our smokers. We par smoke in the smokers on Sunday on asado. Like so, like we'll throw some things in there to kind of get them par cooked a little bit in the smoke. But then everything's on the grill. It's, okay, you know, and not, charcoal lump coal. It's all we use mesquite charcoal and throw logs over it now and then. Okay, just for more flavor. And then it's steaks. It's uh, the Flank and cut beef, short ribs, sure. or flank and cut, but a little bit thicker than you would normally do. Than the like, English style? Yeah, it's pretty fat. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we do a blood sausage. We do an Argentine sausage, which is a tree. So You guys do that in-house? Yeah. Good for so you. So we do That's all. Awesome. Yeah, it's bomb. We do really, really good. Very, very few people do that. I mean, we make our sausages by hand, too, and it's like. Because it's a pain in the ass. It's hard. It's the same yeah. thing like fabricating those ribs. Right. It's a fucking lot of work and, and labor. Then, yeah, so I'd like to maybe do. An Argentine restaurant, maybe do that. We'll see. But it's just, uh, it's slow grilling as opposed to slow smoking. It's like, cause everything, like, we just, it's, we kind of have it up high. It's up high, so just a slow grill. Yeah. And a lot of smoke. And some of those grilling things come out even smokier than the pit, you right. know? So it's good. I, I actually. What wood are you using? Huh? What wood? All white oak. Yeah. All white oak. And a little bit of tory pine. You buying it by the cord? Huh? You buying it by the cord? Uh, I buy a quarter week. Yeah. Right now. Wow. Quarter week. That's so. insane. Wait, well, you're not? Oh, yeah. No. You guys, we use old hickory pits. You'll, yeah, I know, so I know old hickory pits. So you throw yep, a couple logs. Yeah. A couple logs. Wow. I'm using a quarter week, and it's going to go up with the new place. Right and now, I'm, I'm a little bit of a wood war right you now. Guys are, yeah. You guys are coming in at, you know, yeah. at your times. So, yeah, we're going to, I'm in a wood war right now. And you deal with Wood war. Yeah. I'm dealing, I buy from very, very, very close to here. California firewood. Yes. <laughs> can, you, can you throw a stone at it? <laughs> and I've loved them. They charge me. They've come down for me because I buy so much. But they just 
finally they wouldn't own up to it. I'm all. It's not seasoned. You guys ran out of my wood, didn't you? Yeah. And I'm all, this isn't even my wood. Cut the shit. Yeah. It's like, and they wouldn't own up to it. And I'm just like, yeah, you did. I'm Do like, you know who who just moved from them? Who? Me. Oh, so you did. <laughs> Stop using them. Co- so you're so wow. Yeah. Where'd Same you move? Thing. Where'd you move to? They brought we, me. A, they brought me a batch of wood that was covered in dirt. It's covered right. in dirt. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, Tito left. The the dad. He's not there anymore. It's so, the son. The son needs to realize he lost you across right. the street. And yep. it's like, dude, transparency is huge. It's okay if you, if you if you can't do it if you ran out of something. But look, if it right. goes from, I can smell the bitterness. Right. And that's not. I mean, that's that's still wet, and that's not even seasoned stuff. Like I can't. It, it, I, I, I was noticing that, and then with the dirt pack stuff. Yeah. We probably should even have us talk. On, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's behind the smoke. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Well, um, we do uh, we do appreciate Andy you taking the time. I know it's difficult. Uh, you know, you have a, a wife that supports you, kids at home. Derek has kids at home. My my pregnant wife. She's wondering why my recording podcast. Congratulations on that a, again. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We're uh, adding adding a new uh, teammate to the to the family. But if you want to learn more, um, please check out Andy. Uh, go check out Grand Old Barbecue. Um, Barbecue War Stories is our Instagram. Uh, Andy's got some bomb photos on his Instagram. Go check those out. Valley Farm Market. Derek got up those catering. Um, yeah, those catering videos. Ones, that was real cool. Yeah, we uh, we're doing that stuff. So, and if you want to uh, tweet at us, uh, you can tweet at me, Sean P. Walchef. Um, I'm Derek or Marso Derek. Marso Derek and Andy, your grand old bar- grand old barbecue on Facebook. Yep. And if you message that, you'll get a hold of me. And uh, yeah, and I do need to get that Twitter going a little bit better. There you go. Instagram, I'm okay on. I'm pretty yeah. good on. I can do okay on that. Uh, well, we we do thank you for your time. And uh, there is one cool thing. Uh, Corey, had, our producer, has been working hard at getting these show notes. So anything that we talk about on the podcast, there will be links up there um, where Andy got his custom pit over in uh, Austin. What was the name of the place? Uh, sh- sh- cut. Oh, God, i got to get this right. Uh, Smokers. His, his, his name's Tim Schoen. It's Smokers. It's in brownwood texas awesome well it's a badass pit and uh we'll put a link on there and a photo as well and uh we will be coming back for our next podcast with one of our favorite uh, guys uh brad uh from coops west texas barbecue uh we actually got to smoke with him when we were over at andy's shop for that uh, eating and drinking event um so we we once again we appreciate it keep uh keep kicking ass and uh we look forward to having you guys out there in del mar Thank you, and thank you for having me here, guys. That was really, really sweet of you guys. Thank you. Oh, it was our, our pleasure. Thank you.